Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat is proud to bring to you FM99's first and only wrestling podcast, Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. Uh, I am Sean Hood. That is Dave Taylor. How's it going, everybody? We are Happy FM9. Monday! Hey, I guess. It was 100 million degrees outside today, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, everywhere, yes. <sighs> Um, FM99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast, Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat. You can find us on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab, ESPR. It links you to our RSS feed, our SoundCloud, so you can keep in touch with us. Go back through our catalog of three years' worth of episodes. Yeah, hard to believe three years this has been going on, so some, some great interviews. Yep. Uh, we've, we've spoken to tons of people, like uh, Mick Foley, current WWE champion Drew McIntyre, uh, Big E, Spoke to um, Natalia. We've spoken to. I mean, we've talked. We've spoken to tons of people. Uh, yeah. We spoke to Seth Rollins, who uh, he and Drew McIntyre both feature heavily into what we're going to talk about today, which is the Extreme Rules Horror Show uh, pay per view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll get into that. But first, there are lots of ways to interact with us. First of yeah. all, on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash ESPR99, on the Twitter at ESPR99. And you can always email us ESPR at FM99.com. And remember, if you want to uh, uh, find us and really subscribe to us on all your major podcasting apps, then we have, we're there. We're on all of them. Just go ahead and search ESPR Wrestling, and that will give you uh, pretty much any res- wherever you look will come up. You subscribe, yeah. give us a five star rating and a review, and turn on your notifications so you know when a new episode pops up. Yeah, so boom. that that helps too. Yeah, because we're we're everywhere. So I do the same thing for the uh, for Twitter and uh, um, Facebook as well because when we go live like this, you'll be able to jump right in and, and, and interact with us, which you can do by all means, throw a question in the comments or a, a comment in the comments, whatever you like. doesn't have to be a question. If you want to make it a comment with a question mark at the end, just for spice it up, be my guest. But, uh, you make the show. Yes. Without further ado, I guess that brings us to what we're here to do today, which is talk about some, um, well, you know what? No, I take that back. I was going to say, we're going to talk about extreme rules first, but we're not. We talk, we're going to talk about something else today. First, we're going to talk about a little combat sports, a little MMA, a little UFC on ESPN plus. Um, I watched it on Saturday night, um, you know, for a, a, a regular kind of fight night card. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. There's some good stuff on there, but only two things I really want to touch on too much. Uh, Kelvin Gastelum versus Jack Hermanson. Uh, Hermanson, I, uh, it looked to be about split, at least when I was uh, when I was looking at some of the picks ahead of time. I don't know what the Vegas betting odds were on that, but uh, let me tell you, I went with Kelvin. Uh, I'm sorry, I went with Jack Hermanson, and because I thought he had a vicious gu- guillotine choke that he had been using to put people away with, and uh, I was right. I thought he'd win in the first round by submission, and I was right. I didn't know he was going to win 78 seconds in by submission. Yeah, um, a lot of short matches. That was a quick one. That and was... I didn't, and I didn't anticipate him uh, winning with a heel hook, which is a, a very. I caught him right out of nowhere. I, he he went back to it more than once, but I mean, once he wrapped up uh, Gastelum's leg, Gastelum had nowhere to go. It was in tight, and the dude's like a pit bull once he gets a hold on it. Is it is vicious, yeah. but um, he did a great job. So Hermanson gets the win there. I think he's somebody to watch out for. In um, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I think he's somebody to watch out for uh, over the next well. I say several months. It'll take a while before he gets his next fight with the way things are right now. But in the middleweight division, keep an eye on, on uh, Hermanson. Yeah. And in the, uh, <clears throat> hold on. The main event of the evening for UFC on ESPN. Um, it was our buddy Joseph Benavidez looking to avenge his loss against uh, uh, Davison Figueredo uh, for the vacant, uh, the vacant flyweight title. Um, Which he made weight for finally. 
He did. Figueredo yeah. made, made weight this time, so they were both the correct weight, which is great. Um, what is not great is that as much as I hate to say this about our buddy, uh, Benavidez just never looked like he had much of a chance. Um, Figueredo, the dude is a, is a powerful flyweight. Every shot he hit, um, every shot he, he hit Benavidez with put him on the mat. The strikes, I, I think like the strike count like for Figueredo and, and uh, Benavidez was, I think like, like, like 45 to 35. The amount that Benavidez landed was, was nowhere near the amount that, uh, the Figueredo put on him. It just, he just was. And it, and again, even even if he's putting out the same amount, it doesn't matter. He's not getting the same result every yeah. time. Figueredo lands a good strike, like a good clean strike to the head. He was putting uh, he was putting Benavidez down. I mean, it, every single time. And so there was very little Benavidez could do about that. And then once he was on the mat, he was working so hard. I'm going to give him a lot of credit. He fought hard on the mat to get out of a choke on numerous occasions. Do you, do you think that towards the exit? Because I know, like I thought, well, maybe he's going to make it to the bell. He didn't get to the bell. I thought but maybe. maybe but- but like that, maybe like they could have stopped it. I know he was in there for a long time, but you know. I think the ref. I, I think I'm watching it going. Oh my god, his hams are limp. Ref, what are you doing? And then finally, they stopped it when the camera gets this god awful angle of Benavidez like a limp body, yeah. eyes rolled back in his head and everything. Finally, the ref gets in there, and I'm probably jumping on the ref a little quickly there um, because we do know Benavidez personally now. Um, and so maybe I'm jumping on him a little quickly just cause it's like, Hey, 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 be, be careful, you know, take care of him. Well, but maybe part of it is cause you know, some of these guys, they get the, Oh, you stopped it too early kind of thing. Yeah. We saw yeah. that the last card that we had in Norfolk with not the match with Benavides, but a different match where. Like, oh yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. 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 That, was, that was bad. Yeah. Um, this, it, it wasn't a bad stoppage by any means. I, no. I just, I just wanted him to jump in faster because I was concerned for our buddy Benavidez. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be Figueredo deserved the title. He was absolutely dominant in that performance. Um, and I don't know where he goes from here at this point. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't Figueredo. know. I mean, you don't put him in another title match. He's old for four and he's the first, yeah. guy, which is a shame. Likeable guy. Yeah. Really likable guy. And he, and he's a veteran and he's been around. He, he helped build that division. Um, so, I mean, his, his, his legacy is much more than the own four that people like yeah. to keep pointing to. Um, but I, I wonder if he's maybe going to hang it up after this one. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, cause I mean, you're going to be on the card, but you're never going to be back up there again. Unless, unless he gets a, a big non-title fight, it could be somebody big, but yeah, I don't know that that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that uh, we'll we'll move on from UFC right there. Yeah, see, we talk about real fighting sometimes. Yes, we do. Uh, and we're going to talk about that all the way to something that turned out to be a horror show, but for the wrong reasons. Extreme Rules, the pay per view. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time on a lot of this, so but let's let's get right into it. Kevin Owens and Murphy. Good Should have been on the main show. Should have been on the main show. Should have been on the main show. I would have taken it to replace half the card. It, it was a uh, – I enjoyed – but I will say this. I don't want to talk about the match except for the end when Kevin Owens basically said, uh, you're too big to be in, you're, uh, under somebody's spotlight. You need to be on your yeah. own. So, uh, so I was planning a seed for Murphy and Rollins down the road. I mean, obviously, we probably saw it coming anyway. But Yeah, but I feel like it's also a little early for that. Like, I, I understand that he's been with Seth for a little while now, but I'd like to see – I'd like to see a stable last for a bit before we, we start imploding it. Yeah. Well, there is one uh, stable that has lasted a, a bit, if you want to call them oh that. Oh, my God. Yes, we, yes, without a doubt. The New Day. Uh, the tables match between the reigning tag team champions, the New Day, Biggie and Kofi Kingston, excuse me, 
and uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura as the challengers. Um, I want them to come up with a team name because they've been teaming together long enough now. They deserve a team name. Uh, yeah, it's been like almost like a year. Like Suzakamura or something. Like give me, give me <laughs> something. You know what I mean? Shinsaro. Yeah. I don't. Know. Well, well I mean, you had the bar. You had the bar with Sheamus. So uh, maybe there, there's something else. There than this. Maybe, maybe. Um, but either way, very good tables match. Uh, I thought there's some really good spots in there. Uh, lots of aggression from both teams. They both looked really good in this performance, and uh, I think the right team won. Should yeah, the, the right team won. Yeah. New Day doesn't need the belts all the time. With a vicious power bomb through the tables on the outside for the win. Like yeah. I mean, it, I, it was a definitive win for them, which I like. It wasn't a lot of times in these tables matches they're used as ways to kind of let the good guys lose without really losing. Like it's always due to a mistake or something, but no, yeah, yeah. just flat out. They got beat by Shinsuke and Cesaro. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's, that's the one that those guys deserve. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt the new day at all. I mean, no, no, you, you know, it's fine. And, and had the, you know, the decision been the other way, I think that would have, uh, that would have hurt, you know, Shinsuke and Cesaro. Cause you're like, well, why are they teaming together? Here we go. Right. Right. All right. So next match on the card was the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Nikki Cross. Another good match. Uh, they they did very, very well. Um, I, we were right in, on half of all this because we expected Sasha Banks to get involved and help Bailey, yeah. and she did. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought the match was very, very good. I never really bought Nikki as a threat to win, but they but it was still a well-worked match. Both ladies yeah. worked very well. But, but I, I think part of it was... Um... I think was uh, to kind of uh, set up what you know was going to happen later in the night and eventually down the road. But uh, um, Katrina chimes in, by the way, with uh, glad New Day lost. You've been champion too many times, like Charlotte as women's champion. I'll agree with I that. Know, I, know, I, I, I will disagree. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll agree to a degree. Um, boy, am I tired of Charlotte as the champion. Um, New Day, it's a different thing though. With Charlotte, I'm tired of it. With New Day, they just didn't need to be there. Like they just, there was nothing else for them to do with the titles right now. There was no other. There was no. They they pretty much feud with every team there was to feud with right now. So it made yeah. sense to put it on somebody else. But with Charlotte, yeah, I'm with you. I'm just tired of that. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte's a different thing because she's, uh, I guess, the female reigns. Is that what you're like? Right, she's a she's Ric Flair. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Woo! Uh, the match that didn't happen. Um, Apollo Crews or MVP. Yeah, we're just, you know what? I'm going to give this as much attention as we got. And I understand that he couldn't be there. Um, have they have, have they confirmed why he was out, or is that just reports at this point? From what I've seen from other reports is that he's he's dealing with COVID. I saw the reports, but I hadn't seen if WWE confirmed. But, or but, he confirmed I, I, don't, I, don't think that, I don't think WWE would come out and say that, because then that would... Well, he uh, might confirm it. I he mean, might, yeah, but know. he has not. But um, yeah. by the way, nice to see Renee Young. Back on the pre-show, by the way. That was fun. Yeah, I was glad she was uh, there. That was good. But, uh, yeah, so they did a thing where they said, yeah, you know, but MVP is not the U- new U.S. champion. They did say that, that, yeah. Unless you do something on Raw tonight, but, but WWE is still saying. Which starts soon, so we got to make sure we uh, we get through this in time for Raw. Yeah, so, so, that, so the next match. All right, so I'm going to say this. The match itself was good till we got to the end. Um, yeah. They yeah, were working really hard. They were working really hard. And you know what? I'm going to give them a little bit of credit. Just, it just Even with the ending, as much as I hated the ending, right as we get into the ending, when Seth is dragging Ray over to the steps, Ray is limp. Ray looks visibly hurt. He's selling extremely well. Yes. Um, and you can hear him kind of moaning under his breath, like like almost panicky, like, no. You know, and he's like, no, no. And it's like, it really, 
I was like, you know what? That's some good acting by Ray because it comes across as he's genuinely scared of what's going to happen next. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give these guys a boatload of credit for working with this stupid gimmick. Um, but it was, it was a grudge. Yeah, Philip agrees with you. The eye for eye match was stupid. They should have picked a different stipulation. A hundred percent, hundred percent. But Ray and Seth deserve a ton of credit for working with that dumb gimmick. Um, I, I, they I did they like made it a possible match. I, I did like some of the wrestling because it, it kind of, um, you know, it, it made it seem like you know, this was important. You know, this really meant something that you know the, other, the guy didn't want to get hurt, so he's going to make his opponent. But doing everything he can, I like the sunset flip through the ropes. Oh my god, that was great! The sun when he dove out of the ring into the sunset power bomb into the, the yeah the, yeah the that, that was great. That that's Ray being innovative. Was like, that, that was that, really that, good. Yeah, yeah. Me up. Um, oh, how about this one? Uh, Charles says a uh, match was awful, but Rollins would have looked solid with an eye patch. <laughs> See, I disagree that the match was awful because I thought I think what they did from bell to bell, or I should say from the opening bell to the finish. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. Was it was essentially a hardcore match for the majority of the match, or, or, or an extreme rules match. Um, uh, so I mean, I was fine with what they did before we got to the end. Essentially, so I don't like, and this is like, and I'm going old school. Like I was never a big fan of like Abdul the Butcher because the guy was like legit scared. I'm talking like you know, you take the fork out and you mm-hmm. gouge people, you know, in the forehead or whatever. That's what this reminded me of, and, and, and maybe just because I don't like that eye stuff where they're they're going to put somebody's eye right next to something. I, I don't. You know, this is about as bad as the screwdriver, and uh, it was a from Randy Orton last year. Mm-hmm. Right, I get that. Although I dug that when he put it in the Jeff Hardy's and his earlobe thing and did the twisting and one of those. Yeah, yeah. I dug it. I thought it was. I was like, all right, that's innovative. That's that's unique. Yeah, so that um, doesn't work for me. But like to the end of the match, I was eating. By the way, when this match was going. Oh, out. fantastic! So you were you were you had a mouthful of food right when Seth vomits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his reaction, by the way, I thought was like, "Holy crap! I can't believe I did this kind of thing." And I, I don't yeah. think. They're going to build on this, or he's going to like regress. See, so, yeah, okay, I'm and with Tom, Thomas on this. The solid gimmick was awful. I'm with Thomas on this. I, the work was solid. The gimmick was awful. Um, yeah, I don't know where we're where they're going next with Seth. This could either make Seth view things differently, or it could push him further down that sadistic road. I don't know. Yeah, so, but, we'll so the thing, the one thing I didn't like was the announcer was like, "Oh my gosh, this is terrible." This was the match. It was going to either going to happen to Seth or it was going to happen to Ray. Like, yeah, I always hate it. that when they act surprised that we get the result that is expected. <laughs> it's like, hey, guys, somebody was going to lose an eye. That was the point. And granted, yes, we, we're well aware of the fact nobody actually lost an eye. So no, please nobody tell us that they yeah. that nobody really lost an eye. Rod, Fitzwell, Rod Fitzwell came to this, me this morning before the morning show, and he goes, hey, did you hear about Ray Mysterio? And I went, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he got suckered in by the headline. I say, well, that that's how they get the attention that they want. And they were like, really? Yeah, but this this was the sort of thing that, unfortunately, I said it on the morning show, and I'll say it here. Um, this is the sort this is the sort of content that makes you want to not tell people you're a wrestling fan. Yeah, so yeah, because so sometimes dumb. you watch something and you're like, yeah, there's this. Yeah, yeah. it was very dumb. Yeah, uh, a match that was really good until the end for the Raw Women's Championship: Oscar versus Sasha Banks. Best wrestling of the night. Again, great work. They did really good work together. Um, by the way, it, it seemed like Sasha had a legitimate slip on the ropes towards the end of the match. Yeah, yeah, because it they didn't kind of really seem to serve a point other than, you know, she just she fell. Yeah, um, yeah. Because they were going to go here. They didn't go there. I'm glad she didn't appear to be actually hurt from that. That's good. Um, yeah. I was really concerned. Um, but she, yeah, the mat, the work was great. And we were right in the sense that Bailey got involved because we did say that, you know, obviously that was going to happen, but we expected that to backfire. And yeah. it didn't. 
Um, what I what I thought was going to happen was Bailey was going to do this whole rigmarole, you know, where she takes the ref shirt and counts the three. But then I was expecting the announcer to be like, due to a disqualification, uh, because Oscar spit in the face of the ref. Yeah. You know, you know, your your winner Sasha Banks, but still Raw Women's Champion Oscar. Um, I expected a screw job finish like that, which I wouldn't have loved, but I would have liked it more than what we got, which yeah. was just nonsensical in the sense that Bailey's like, no, this counts now. And she made them ring the bell and gave her the belt and walked out. Yeah. And Charles says, Sasha, uh, Sasha seems uh, rattled to me at one point. And I think maybe that was like towards the end. And maybe, you know, maybe she was hurt. Maybe it was the knee. Maybe it was something. It might have been. Yeah. I mean, it might have been scary because she did have a serious injury uh, for a while. I mean, they kept her out for a little bit. I, I know she took some time off as well. But yeah. she, she's, she's had a, she's had injuries before, so maybe she was a little nervous after that. And um, I know she has some matches, but I think this is probably her longest and biggest match since the, the Hell in the Cell last year. Probably. Um, but I'm, I'm, I will say that as much as I, I, I'm stupid, I'm waiting for resolution on this story because I just I need they need to have addressed this and gone. Well, that was bad, and fix it. Yeah, yeah, because I don't know what you do now. I mean, they, they're calling it a no contest officially, but like, well, then that means Oscar gets the belt back. She gets the belt back, but yeah, but is, is, is you know, is, is Sasha going to keep it? It's like, well, you got to beat me for well, what tells me is what they'll probably do is have a rematch tonight, is what they'll do. And wow. so they'll have a rematch, and then we'll get the finish we should have gotten last night where Bailey accidentally cost Sasha and yeah. whatnot. Because really, for me, that's the money match at SummerSlam is Bailey and Sasha. And then yeah. I go Asuka and Shayna Baszler. Yes, because I, I, will, I will come in with this breaking news for tonight, but uh, earlier today, Kiara Sane taped her last Raw segment before she leaves. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Going to miss her. So. Yeah, she, she was a very talented performer, never quite found the footing on the main roster, but I did I did very much enjoy her. Yeah. Um, so, in any event, uh, that brings us to the WWE Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. Um, oh, boy, my thoughts on this. First of yeah, all, again, I'm going to say this again. Well worked. The guys worked really hard. It is. Um, Dolph came out with a great heel stipulation in the sense that the stipulation is it's an extreme rules match for me, and you have to wrestle a normal singles match. And if you get disqualified, you lose you lose the title. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, so I mean, for a heel, that's a great stipulation. But it, and I'm going to say this until I, my head falls off. It only works if the heel wins because all you've done now is make Dolph seem like the most inept incapable of winning a match performer you have because the deck was stacked so heavily in his favor and he still never felt like a threat to take the belt off of drew no no and drew kicks out of two zigzags yeah what the ending should have been and this although i want this year to be over was that drew could have won the match say there's a chair in the ring or whatever ref gets distracted drew pops Dolph with the chair and then it has to claim more but i mean i feel i understand why they didn't want to do that because they're trying to keep drew uh, you know, he, he's, he's, he's the, the true blue baby face. He's not going to, he's not going to cheat. Um, at least in this instance, he has to be better than Dolph. And I'm like, okay, I get that. By the way, I also loved his kip up at the end, right into the freaking Claymore. Yeah. When yeah. Dolph was setting up for the super kick and he just kip ups, kips up and immediately hits that. Cl- I was like, that was slick. It was great. Cause it was McIntyre is a freakish athlete. He is. He is. Um, but he, you know, but again, so this didn't really help Drew because Drew's already uh, at least one level above Dolph Ziggler, um, and it made Ziggler look completely ineffective. I mean, this it, it, that that stipulation helped nobody with the result we got. Don't get no, me wrong; I, I'm glad Drew didn't lose. Yeah, but I I just don't like that you did that with the match because again, I don't think it helped anybody. 
it, it maybe you know nobody came down to help Dolph out. You know. Yeah. I right, by the way, uh, Scott uh, says uh, Dolph went from hero to zero. Feel bad for him. I he. The dude is so crazy talented, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, and I don't even have an issue with him not being the champion because there's plenty of guys who've gone through their careers and everybody's like, oh, they should have been champion. Well, did they need it? They're still legends. You know, people talk about Roddy Piper. He was never yeah. WWF champion. Didn't, didn't need it. it. You know, Million well, Dollar Man. Didn't need well, it. I well, mean, a couple, couple years ago when Dolphins had that big Survivor Series match, the one where Sting shows up and he beat yeah. three guys, seeing Hanley, and you're like, oh, this is it. They're going to finally this do is, it. And then This is the moment. Ed. They're finally getting behind Dolph Ziggler for real. And it didn't. It lasted a week. Yeah, uh, Charles says always it says a uh, solid wrestling match with Dolph, but hard to keep watching him in these spots. He isn't a believable threat, like you said, Sean. I think I read that he only won one match on TV all year, and that was against Tucker. Yep, I saw that. I saw that information as well, um, which is it's it's that that is very telling in how we're supposed to take Dolph Ziggler. He's just yeah. not a threat to people who are in the upper echelon of WWE. Really, at this point, he's kind of a threat to the upper mid card. But even yeah. then, he's losing to Otis, and he's losing to you know what I mean. He's, he's not, he's not a complete yeah. threat. I don't know he's going to win every time. No, and no. Like, the only thing is fine. I mean, they can trade victories or they can whatever. Um, and he's been Otis has been MIA for a while too, so maybe he's got something going on. That we you know maybe or they just don't have a thing for him right now. And the idea being that if we if we don't have anything for Otis, he works better in front of a crowd anyway. So why overexpose him when there's no crowd? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to start any speculation about why he's not there. I no, know. no. Uh, one match left on the show, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean the <clears throat> the main event of the evening? All right. The, now, here's the thing. All right. Wide swamp fight. I'm going to stop you before you start here because I am in the minority of really enjoying this. Uh, I enjoyed the swamp fight because I I enjoy these cinematic things for what they are. I don't view them like matches. I view them almost like a separate program. Um, and my thing is, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy this as part of a pay-per-view. Like if you remove it from the pay-per-view setting, like it's not my main event match. You know what I mean? If you remove it from that and they just produce this and put it out, I, I think it would be much better received. Well, th th this reminded me of the, the final deletion. With yeah. Oh, yeah. Right out, yeah. Uh, which was I thought tremendous was on Raw, and and I thought that was great. This was just uh, just to be like in the cuts. I mean, yeah, I know they want to make it like feel like a movie, and I'm fine with doing this. But th this one did not click with me. It was just too I, I, weird. I guess it's the horror show, or whatever. But man, it's just, I, like it was it. Fun. I, I felt like some, see for Alyssa, me, I, I think it worked well in the sense that that's the but that's the Bray Wyatt character. He's weird. He's he. It's not supposed to be pretty necessarily. It's not supposed to like. I enjoyed that stuff, um, and I really dig the Bray Wyatt character, every layer of it. So getting to see more of it in this instance, where he got to when uh, when he had Strowman chained to that chair and he was talking to him, and really this is almost extended promo time for Bray Wyatt, where he really got to lay in uh, to to Braun uh, uh, about what he was thinking and feeling and where you know what brought him to this point. I actually really enjoyed that as character work for Bray again. I don't like it as a match. If they would just, if they would say something like, you know, oh, Braun Strowman is going to go find Bray Wyatt at the swamp tonight, you know, immediately following Raw, it's going to be on the WWE network. You know, that would have, I'd have been a hundred percent on board. See, see that, that would have worked for me better because, because right. that can't get more of a reason than say, well, we're just going to have this, you know, the tanker thing was different. That worked because of the setting and I know this wasn't the swamp, but that, I think it maybe because of the performance that worked 
about this one, maybe because well, I think it was a lot of things. I think it was new to us at the time. It, it was it, it had an, it had a it had a new factor to it that we were like, ooh, what, what are we getting here? Um, see, I kind of I, I kind of agree here. Yeah, Chuck Fisher says Brave vs. Braun felt like I was watching an episode of Friday the Thirteenth series. Right, and it, it, when you're when you're when you're booking this thing as the horror show, that's the right feeling to get. Yeah. So I feel like they succeeded in the in the the feeling they wanted you to have watching it. Um, but again, I just don't dig it as part of a pay per view. I, I think it should have been its own special type thing, um, or it shouldn't have closed the show at the very least. Um, I understand yeah. why because it's like this big cinematic crazy thing. How do we do another match after that? Um, but that's part of my reason for like, that's why I don't think it should be on the pay-per-view because I feel like it is, it's, it's, it's shoehorned into that spot where it's not going to fit. You well, know, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do with brain, uh, uh, otherwise in this situation, unless you keep them off that, uh, Charles, uh, says really enjoyed the Alexa bit. I loved it. Which was out of the blue. It kind of makes sense why she wasn't around for the Nikki cross match. I guess. Well, but she wasn't actually there. It was a mind game with Brett. Yeah, yeah mind game. Yeah, yeah, showing up two times. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, it it was. I really enjoyed it because it played on something that we all loved, which was Alexa and Braun. Yeah. And it, like, I love that they went back to that. I I really enjoy when they reward longtime viewers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I thought like, wow, continuity. I, I could. I was shocked that they referenced that because sometimes it's like, well, it didn't happen. They just pretend things don't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I see. Don't get me wrong. There were things to dislike about this, but I really, if I, if I could section this thing out, the, the swamp fight and just have it as an isolated thing to watch on its own, separate from everything else. I enjoyed this as part of a pay-per-view. I think it hurts the pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then at the end, of course, we, uh, with, uh, the fiend and, and brain and everything. And, um, he's, so Patrina wants to go back to brain now or the fiend. Well, he's always, he's the fiend. Yeah, he's the fiend for sure. Yeah, he, that, I mean, that's, he, that's, at the very end of the match, he emerges from the water as the fiend. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, okay, I'll give him credit. That was that was as as bizarre as it can be in a WWE world in these matches. <laughs> oh, without a doubt, and I mean, he's he's without without a doubt weird and whatnot. But it's so funny because I hear people. I, I saw people online griping about like the the oh the brave with the dumb you know magical powers and this that and the other thing. And I'm like, you watched a fifty year old biker. Uh, shoot flames out of a roof to stop AJ Styles from running away, and yeah. nobody had an issue with that. He buried him alive, and AJ shows up to work on you know the, like two or three weeks later, and he's fine. <laughs> I mean, I mean the, this sort of stuff, these the cinematics specifically, you know, you're going to get this kind of nonsense. Yeah. King Corbin threw two guys off a roof. That's right, but they landed on the second roof. Sean. Oh crap! They landed on the second <laughs> roof. They, that that excuse works if they don't show you there's no second roof there. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, again, Overall. I enjoyed the swamp fight as its own thing, but I think it weakens the pay-per-view as a whole. You know, it's it's weird. Overall, like some of the wrestling was good. The first, like the first couple of matches, great. I was like, okay, we're 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 doing great. We're doing great. And then eye for an eye. Yeah. No. The end of Sa- uh, Sasha and Asuka. That's such a bad taste in my mouth. Not getting the U.S. title match, which, I mean, and I understand that, you know, Apollo couldn't be there. But, I, I, you know, and not to be, without trying to be cruel to Apollo for not being able to be there, they should have booked something else. They should have had another, MVP should have faced somebody else. Or they should have, you know, they could have very easily done, like, um, him and I'm, him and Bobby Lashley are out there running their mouths. Have somebody else, another team come out there. The Street yeah. Profits or somebody, you know what I mean? come out and talk about, you know, running down Apollo when he's not there and this, that, and the other thing and challenge them to a match. Yeah, because it just felt like a Raw segment. Yeah, it did. 
they did, but it, it, it is what it is. It's what we got. And so I don't know, Dave, one out of 10, what are you giving it? If you're watching, by the way, feel free to give us your one out of 10 review of Extreme Rules. Yeah, yeah, let's know. I, you know, if it's like the wrestling was great and then the booking decisions were terrible. Uh, I'm going to go into the low end. Like, like it's, like a, it's like a five for me because I, I, didn't, I didn't like the puking. Sorry, puking loses points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you would have hated draws. Um, uh, I, I I didn't like that. I didn't like it when the warrior puked from the Papa Shango. Uh, oh, when he when he did the voodoo thing or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking I, about. I was yeah. like, really? Because I was, yeah. How old was I when that was going on? I don't know. Fourteen, I guess. I don't know. But like, just watching that, you're like, really? Like, I'm eating here. You know? Like, come on. <laughs> I hate vomiting in movies, by the way. So, so. Dave just Karen to the pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah, well, God, I, I think the bad booking decisions really, I, I think Patrick's got a, a safe bet right there. I think a six out of 10 is a safe Which bet. Which is one more than what I had, so. Yeah, um, I I, I'm torn between a five and a six, and then I think to myself, well, maybe a five and a half. And I'm like, but I don't even know if that's right. Like, I'm not sure if that's the right score for it or not. I feel, like you said, the work rate was there, but God, there was some bad stuff as far as the decisions, the booking decisions. And I, I really feel like the Swamp Fight hurts the show as a whole because it doesn't fit the show. Yeah. Um, Thomas says four solid wrestling matches, gimmicks were awful, Swamp Fight, Knife or I speaks for itself. See, right. there you go. Thank you, Thomas. Thank he you. Went four. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not wrong in a lot of that. Um, I'm going to – I think I'm going to go – Yeah, I'm going to go five and a half. Oh, okay. okay. Five and a half. <laughs> a little better than a five, a little, a little worse than a six. Uh, but I just I you just watched the the pre-show the first match and call it a night. And my again for my money, if you can watch the swamp fight by itself without watching the rest of the show, I think it's enjoyable. I, I just I wouldn't yeah. watch it with the rest of the show. Three for woo. Charles says three, three for him below average missing crowds. Uh, Lori uh, Jolene, hey, nice to meet you, Lori. Uh, uh, it's a three for me. Sasha and Bailey match blew the whole thing. Oh my God, Lori, you're not wrong. You are yeah. not wrong. It was it was. So frustrating. The match itself was good, and then they ended it with that crap finish. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. As I was, I was reading along with some people uh, who were, were reviewing the show as I was watching it last night, and they did the eye for an eye thing, and they were like, wow, you know, you, were, you knew you were always going to get a finish that wasn't satisfying, and it was bad. And they're like, but that was pretty bad. And then they had the Bailey Sa- or the Sasha um, Asuka match, and, she, uh, and the, the same guy followed it up saying, uh, wow. WWE almost as if they were trying to get you to forget about how bad the last finish was, was like, Hey, look at this crap. <laughs> it was like watching hell in the cell last year, which oh, by the way, yeah. like when Seth was going through the, like the ring and pulling out all this stuff, I was kind of waiting for him to find, you know, the, the big, uh, the hammer from Bray last year or whatever else. Oh. He <laughs> Thank God he didn't. Thank God. Yeah, that was the continuity though. I know. So we got enough. All right, uh, Raw tonight. Uh, I know Seth Rollins is opening Raw, like right at this very moment. Okay, so right at this very moment, so we we need to go catch that. Yeah. Um, our next show, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Not a preview of anything, is it? No, no. Thanks, Patrick. Yes, Rollins opening Raw tonight. Um, All right, so it's just going to be a standard episode for the wow, wow. We haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, uh, Kiari saying uh, last. I'm probably either the last Raw, let's say tape two weeks worth, but um, so. We'll uh we'll we'll talk about everything that's happening tonight on Raw later this week. We'll talk about SmackDown as well. Um, we'll 
there's going to be a lot of fallout on this particular Raw from some of the crazy stuff that happened on uh, Horror Show Extreme Rules. So we're going to have to talk about that later this week. And uh, don't forget, if you have anything you want to talk to us about, you any thoughts about wrestling during the week or anything, make sure you get them to us. Email at ESPR at FN99.com. Uh, you can also follow us, Facebook.com slash ESPR99, or on the Twitter at ESPR99. And find us on all your major podcasting apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling, and you can find us on all your podcasting apps. Just subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. And remember to have your notifications on, so when we go live like this for our episode, you guys can join in. But again, yep. even if you miss them, you can still catch the audio version of the podcast later. Uh, I have a lot of new faces tonight, so thank, thanks for watching. Yeah, thank you so much. We, we, we appreciate that. I can't thank you enough. Like Sean said, the, uh, the notifications are big. And um, follow us. Don't forget also on the websites as well at uh, we 1069. We love you guys joining in and chiming in on the show and, and, and talking with us. We really enjoy. Uh, do you guys chat? Yes, we do. Yes, we do, yes. Charles. Yes, we do, Charles. We do, we do talk about AEW, too, because we reviewed Fighter Fest last uh, couple of weeks as well. So mm-hmm. uh, we did talk. Now, on the week of like preview shows, it's kind of hard for us to jam a lot in there, so we do focus on a uh, bigger pay-per-view, so we didn't talk about AEW last week, our, our Raw. Right, just because we were building up to the big show, so we were doing the yeah. preview of that actual show. Um, but yes, we do cover Dynamite as well, so trust me, we're, we're, we're fans of that as well. We, we, we do watch AEW. Yep. Um, so, in any, I, I, everybody, I think people panic when they see wrestling podcasts, because they assume a lot of them are just going to be either a WWE podcast or an AEW podcast. Yeah, we're eco-opportunity so, watchers. We try, to, we try to do more than that. Again, until we see you later this week, remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody.